Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Revelation chapter 19, verse number 6 to verse number 10. Revelation chapter 19, verse number 6 to verse number 10. I want us to read that script, those uh, scriptures. Revelation chapter 19, verses number 6, all the way to verse number 10. All right. I want us to read together one, two, three, go. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. And I heard something like the sound of a great crowd, Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant. And of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus, worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Someone said, Amen. Amen. So, after this angel, had shown John a lot of prophetic stuff. John is so overwhelmed that he falls to worship this angel. But he says, no, 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 no. Don't worship me. Just worship God. Worship the almighty God. I am your Pharaoh servant. I'm also a worker like you. I'm like you exactly the way you are. I'm also a waker. What does he say? He says what? He says, I am thy fair servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. You see, possessing the testimony of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus is what the scripture have written about Jesus. When you begin to understand what the scripture have written about Jesus, you have begun to carry the testimony of Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. It's a testimony. It's a witness of Jesus Christ. And then he says a statement which kind of leaves everyone, you know, wondering what it means. It says, worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You see, when a person has come to that state of possessing the testimony of Jesus Christ, they have no choice. Their life becomes prophetic. 
Because that testament of Jesus Christ is the spirit of what? Prophecy. You cannot separate Jesus from prophecy. Amen. It is impossible. Oh, yes. You can never separate our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from what? Prophecy. Because prophecy is the DNA of the gospel. Prophecy is the heart of the gospel. Prophecy is the backbone of the gospel. And God even uses prophecy as a way of his signature. Authenticating the gospel. Putting a signature on the gospel. Why is the Bible different from any other religious book? Any other religious book is different from the Bible. Why? It's because of that spirit of prophecy. Oh, yes. Someone says spirit of prophecy. Spirit of prophecy. That even God he declares, he says, there's no one like me. Me? He says there's nobody who can be compared unto me. I declare the end from the beginning. Oh, yes. I don't know they're hearing me. Oh, yes. I declare the end from the what? From the beginning. So in other words, I am God who is, who is not only at the beginning. I don't begin from the beginning and move to the end. No. I am Jehovah. I go to the end. See the final chapter. See the end of everything. And then when I'm beginning the journey with you, I talk about the end from the beginning. Are you hearing me? Why? Because prophecy is a mechanism of authenticating the gospel. Mm, you're not hearing Amen. me. Are you hearing me? It's a method of authenticating the gospel. How do you know that this is God speaking? He declares the end from the beginning. There's no any religious book that carries prophecy. Amen. Except the Bible. Except the testimony of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. It is the spirit of what? Prophecy. So when a person, a child of God, gets themselves into the testimony of Jesus Christ, when they carry the testimony of Jesus Christ, they have no choice but to begin to function in the dynamics of prophecy. Oh, yes. <laughs> you are not hearing me. Are you hearing me? Prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. That's why the Bible says when the Holy Ghost is come, when that whole speed is come, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. I know that we limit prophecy only to when I say, no, this, you know, hey, this is what happened to you. This is what's going to happen. No. As a child of God, prophecy is so huge. It is so dynamic. It's so massive. You cannot restrict it to only when a declaration has been made. Only when something has been revealed to you for, for the future. No, prophecy is bigger than that. Oh, yes. And so today I'll venture into only two dimensions of prophetic. That probably you can begin to use today. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. I know you are still thinking it's my angel who is talking to you. It's me. <laughs> like, no, the prophet doesn't come this time. <laughs> no, it's me. <laughs> oh, yes. No, it's me. <laughs> I am here on the pulpit. Oh, yes. Amen. So, those who are still in their blankets hoping that I will be here at 11 30, today they will miss the bus. Amen. 
I am telling you. Say neighbor. Learn to prophesy. You see, when we talk about prophesying, your sons and your daughters, your what? Prophesy. Give me Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. Joel chapter 2, verses 28 and 29. Let's read. One, two, three, go. visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit did you see that oh yes so let's begin again from verse number 28 and it shall come to pass afterward that I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And upon what? The servants? And upon the handmaids? In those days were brought my spirit. So in other words, God is just making an emphasis in verse 29 that even the lowest of people in your society, the lowest level these are handmaids, are like house, house servants. In Australia, you don't have those. <laughs> but some of you, where you came from, you had them in your houses. They were working in your house. These are people who live with you, probably make a small house for them. They work in your house 24 7. They are part of the family. So they are kind of considered the lowest. In the social strata. But God says even at that lowest level. I'm going to give them the Holy Ghost. And they're going to prophesy. Are you hearing me? So in other words in God's program. Prophecy is very important. It's only in the program of religion. Where prophecy is regarded as something not important. It's only in the, pro in the program of churches. That they begin to despise prophecy. And they begin to disconnect the Holy Ghost from prophecy. But from God's point of view, the coming of the Holy Ghost is the coming of prophecy. Are you hearing me? He says, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. <laughs> Say never. Hey. They shall prophesy. Rakosa tapaya. You see, you, you need to begin to understand the operations of the Holy Spirit. Most of us, we put the Holy Ghost in a box. He must behave according to what we think. He must act according to what we think. If he does anything outside the box, we say, no, 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 no. it's not the Holy Spirit. When we see someone, you know, having fun in the Holy Ghost, doing things that we don't know, we say, mm, that's not the Holy Spirit. And we even say, be careful of these African preachers. Who told you this one is an African preacher? I am a heavenly preacher. Born of the Spirit of the living God. <laughs> I, I, 
Say neighbor. Hey. Ah, are you hearing me? You know, you know, they, they were in Townsville. One pastor was telling the members, said there's an African church somewhere there. They are very vocal. Don't go there. Be careful of this African spirit. You know, I wonder whether there's an African Holy Ghost. But if there's one, I think it's a good one. He carries power. He carries fire. <laughs> Are you hearing me? So it is important for every child of God to understand prophecy. Prophecy is not only for your neighbor. Because most of us, we think about prophecy so we can tell our neighbor their name. What they ate last night. What they left cooking in the slow cooker today. They, they, put, they put whole onions. Uh, I can see carrots. I can see lamb shanks. Uh, I can see... Uh, what, what, what spice is this? <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm prophesying. No, prophecy primarily is for your life. It's for you, your life. Are you hearing me? Unless prophecy has changed your life, don't use it on anybody. It must work in your life first. Your life cannot be scattered and then you are running around saying, let me prophesy to you. No, you are lying. Are you hearing me? Yeah, use things that work for you. It, if it has fixed your life, it has shifted your life, oh, yeah. then you can, hey, can I help you? Oh, yeah. Are you hearing me? Amen. So prophecy is something that God gave you in the Holy Ghost. So it says your sons and your daughters shall what? Prophesy. And your young men shall what? See visions. And then your old mention, dream dreams. And upon even the lowest of the people, in society, they shall function with the spirit of prophecy. Are you hearing me? Prophecy is very important for you as a child of God. Even God Almighty himself depends on prophecy. Mm. Someone say, mm. I should go deep on that one. God depends on what? Prophecy. Ah. Can I go a level deeper? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Isaiah chapter 46. Nine and ten. Let's go to eleven. Isaiah 46, verses 9 to verse number 11. All right. One, two, three, go. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Calling a ravenous bird from the east, the man that executeth my counsel from a far country, Yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. 
I will also do it. My God, you didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. You see, God says, remember the, over, the former things of old. Remember, for I am God and there's none else. I am God and there's none like me. I love. He doesn't wait for someone to tell him who he is. He tells you himself. Amen. <laughs> hey, you know, I love God. You know. he, he, he knows that he knows that he knows. Amen. He looks around. Is there anyone like me? He says that there's nobody. So he says it. He says there's none like me. How is God distinguished from everything else that people think are gods? Number one, he says, I declare the end from the beginning. So that's a distinguishing feature of Jehovah God. What does he do? Declaring the end from the what? The beginning. Ah, that's amazing. So in other words, God is making a, a declaration that I am outside your time dimension. You are in time. And you cannot reach 12 before you reach 11. You cannot reach 11 before you reach 10. Amen. You can't go to 10 before you come to 9. You can't go to 9 before you come to 8. You can't go to 8 before you come to 7. But me, Jehovah, I don't need to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 to reach number 8. Uh -uh, I am outside all those numbers. Uh, you're not hearing me. And all those numbers are inside of me. <laughs> I don't need the time to unfold before I can see what is there. Oh, yes. I don't need the light to travel. You know, you know, in science we say what? Light travels in what? God says, No, me, I don't need light to travel in a certain to see what is around the corner. Oh, yes. oh, you're not hearing me. So in other words, he's telling you, I shatter the laws of science. Amen. I shatter the laws of time. Oh, yes. I shatter the laws of distance. Oh, yes. I shatter the laws of space. Are you hearing me? I am over and above material things. Are you hearing me? I am a Jehovah who is there when he was there. I'm the Jehovah who is there in the end when I was at the beginning. I am the Jehovah who is not limited, who is not limited to a particular position. I can be anywhere, everywhere, all the time, anywhere. Are you hearing me, somebody? So he says, listen, I declare the end from the what? From the beginning. I am Jehovah. Is there anybody like me? He says, from ancient times, the things that are not yet done. So when you look at your scripture, look at the Bible, there are many, many things which are not yet done. But those things were spoken of in ancient times. Oh, you're not hearing me. They were spoken of in ancient times. And us, people living in this last generation, have got the advantage of having the compilation of what God has spoken when he spoke it. It's all in the Bible. Number two, we also have the opportunity to see some of the things fulfilled which were never fulfilled in the days of prophet Isaiah. He prophesied in Isaiah chapter 53. Oh my God. That by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah died without seeing the fulfillment of the prophecy. 
but he had prophesied. There came a young man called Daniel. He gave a prophecy of 70 weeks. Are you hearing me? And Daniel died without seeing the fulfillment of that prophecy. But us in our day, we know that the Messiah came. The Messiah walked on earth. The Messiah died for us. Are you hearing me? And he resurrected. Are you hearing me? We can look back in the prophecy. Ah, oh, you're not hearing me. We can look back in the prophecy and you see that ah, what God spoke has come to pass. We can look back in prophecy and authenticate the Bible by the power of prophecy. Are you hearing me? Say neighbor, neighbor. prophesy. Hey. Say neighbor. neighbor. Prophesy. Declaring the end from the what? The beginning. My God. My God. He says, there's none like me. <laughs> saying, saying, my counsel shall stand. And I will do all my pleasure. <laughs> Calling a ravenous spirit from the east, the man that is used my counsel from a far country. Yeah, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Amen. Someone say prophecy. prophecy. You see, prophecy. Prophecy. Let me define prophecy for you. Prophecy, it's like um, a door frame. It's a what? Door frame. Prophecy is like a what? Door frame. there. Whoever finds it can enter in. Whoever finds it can what? Enter. It's like an opening. It's like an opening. You can enter. And there are different dimensions in prophecy. Most of us, we are familiar with only one dimension, which is the prediction. You predict this and this and this shall happen. And we end there. It's okay. It's a level of the prophetic. Yes. But there are other dimensions of the prophetic that probably people don't know. Now, when God is talking there, he says what? Let's look at it. What does he say? He says... He says what? Verse number 11. Calling a ravenous bed from the east. The man that executes my counsel from a far country. Yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also what? Do it. So in other words, when you look at those dimensions of prophecy, it's not a prediction. Uh -uh. A prediction is when you don't have control over the events. You can see them and say this and this will happen. But you have got no control over the what? The events. A simple prophecy. I said this year in a country with a crowd, with one, 
a monarchy. Power what? Change hands. I had no control over that. I just saw power changing hands in that country. I said it. I predicted it. And I kept quiet. Things had to unravel and happen in ways beyond your control. For that thing to be fulfilled. Someone had to make stupid mistakes. Telling people, lock down, and then he goes to a party himself. I don't know if they're hearing me. I was not private to the details that will make the prophecy come to pass. Are you getting me? Me, I only saw power what? Changing hands. In a country where there was what? A monarchy. Full stop. How it unfolded, it was beyond me. When it unfolded, it was beyond me. Are you hearing me? So I only saw the thing and then I said it. I predicted it. By the Holy Ghost. I wasn't going to the UK talking to, uh, to the members of parliament. Can you put him out this one? Can you remove him from power? I didn't do that. <laughs> Neither did I go to the palace and say, No! No, just said it. It happened. Yes. That's a dimension of prophecy. Amen. But there's another dimension of the prophetic that probably we miss. It is the prophecy of causation. A prophecy of what? Causation. Causation. Oh, yes. A prophecy of causation. This prophecy is the one that probably you need to be using more in your life. Amen. Because the one for prediction requires you to have access to the information which is outside the time dimension. I was on the 31st of December 2021. But I can tell you that in the spirit it meant I had seen September. Yes, amen. And I saw the event in September. Yes. Oh, you're not even oh, hearing yes. me. Are you hearing me? I saw the event in what? September. And I spoke about it on the, very, on the 1st of January 2022. But I had written it on the 31st of December 2021. Oh, yes, Are you hearing me? Now, that dimension is not, is not what the prophecy is limited to. Because most of us, we don't prophesy because we are trying to get information about the future. And to speak it. No. If you try to do that, you'll be frustrated. Because those are dimensions of the spirit beyond... Uh-huh. Those are dimensions. Are you hearing me? Those are offices and everything. Leave that to... Uh, uh-uh. Are you hearing me? But there are dimensions of the prophetic that you can be doing every single day. Oh, yes. And these are dimensions of the causations. Mm. These are dimensions of the causations. Where you begin to cause things to happen in a particular way by the power of prophecy. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? And it's not limited to a prediction of the future. It is your lifestyle. 
It is what you do on every day, single basis. Are you hearing me? It's how you live your life. It's how you put on your clothes. It's what you put in your house. It's what you speak with your mouth. It's what you are eating on your table. Are you hearing me? It's the way you walk. It's the way you sleep. Am I talking to someone out here? It's the confession of your mouth. Am I talking to someone out here? Say yes. It's your everyday life. Someone say neighbor. neighbor. Prophesy. Prophesy. Prophesy Papa. <laughs> Are you here? We are here. My God, my God, my God. Someone say causation. Causation. Are you there in PNG? We are here, Papa. Someone said power. Someone said causation. Should I go deeper? Let me show you something here. Let's go to Genesis chapter 30. Verses 25 to verse number 43. That passage there. I'll just skip here and then, here and there. Because of time. Someone say because of time. Because of time. Okay. Are you there? So we're going to read and I'm going to be commenting whenever it's necessary. Let's start. One, two, three, go. And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph. But Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away, that I may go unto mine own place and to my country. Give me wives and my children, for whom I have served thee. And let me go, for thou knowest my service, which I have done thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. And he said, let's, appoint let's, me thy wages. Let's go back to the previous verse. What does he say? And Levin said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. Now, most people will not understand what the Bible is saying there. Levin is the employer. Jacob is the employee. Now, the employer is telling the employee. The employer said, I want to go. The employer says, no, 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 no. Don't leave my company. Because I've learned by experience. 
that God has blessed me because of you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So, in other words, there's something that Jacob was doing every single day that brought prosperity to Laban. Because Jacob was a man of prophecy. He understood prophecy. He understood the power of prophecy. That's why he did whatsoever he could to get it. Oh. I know you're thinking, what, is, what am I talking about? When there were two in his mother's womb, him and his brother, the brother did a trick. Ta -ta -ta! Came out first, got the, head, the leg. What are you doing? I should be the one coming out first. It's only that he wasn't strong enough to pull him back. And... <laughs> but he understood something about prophecy. Ha! <gasps> That being born in number one is a prophecy. Oh, yeah. uh. Being the first born is a prophecy. <laughs> now you are thinking about me, I'm number eight in my family. Where, where's my hope now? <laughs> No, there is hope. Why? Because all of us belong to the church of the firstborn. Uh, all of us. We belong to the church of uh, the firstborn, Jesus Christ. Because it is prophecy. So this guy, Jacob, in his whole life, it was, my brother came out first. So he began to devise. Okay, how can I trick him to get his birthright? So he tricked him, got his birthright. And then he was plotting with his mom. How do we get the blessing? The prophecy that our father is going to release. How do we get it? They plotted. They got it. And then he's on the run. He comes to a certain place where he finds an altar that was built by Abraham. He sleeps on the altar. He sees a vision. God talks to him. So this guy was literally a prophetic mafia. Are you hearing me? He was what? A prophetic mafia. And then he goes to Laban. He begins to take care of very few sheep. Very few animals that belong to his uncle Laban. <laughs> he begins to do prophetic stuff. The sheep begin to multiply. They should begin to multiply. Are you hearing me? It's only you who don't do things in order to bring about multiplication. You sit down there waiting for the things to multiply. You don't have the dimension, the prophetic of causation. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. You see, when you understand the principle behind causation, you are intentional. You do things intentional in order to effect some change. In order to get things moving. Are you hearing me? Say, I received that one, my prophet. You do things intentionally. You see, God is looking at you. I have given you the Holy Ghost. He's a spirit of prophecy. And then God says, prophesy, son of man. You're like, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, help us. 
Oh, Lord, help us. God is like, no, 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 no. No time for prayer. Time out. <laughs> he says, son of man, prophesy. Are you hearing me? This is God is speaking. Now, this God is funny, you know. He goes to the valley of dry bones. He sees the dry bones. He says, no, I need to do something with these dry bones. But I can't do it. I better go look for a prophet. He goes to Babylon. Finds a guy who has got dreadlocks. Ezekiel. By the rivers of Babylon. <laughs> yeah, we wept when we remembered Zion. See, I, he's having a good time. The Bible says the Spirit of God came, got him by the dreadlocks, carried him, <laughs> dangled him in the air, put him in the valley of dry bones. Are you hearing me? Now God says, hey, son of man, can these bones live again? He said, no, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you know. <laughs> I don't know, you know. <laughs> God says, uh, <clears throat> prophesy to the dry bones. Are you hearing me? God says what? Prophesy. Him and Ezekiel, they are together in the valley of dry bones. Instead of God prophesying, he says what? Son of man, prophesy. I don't know you understand what I'm saying. We have got an idea of how God works, which I don't know where we got it from. I told you the danger with God is that anyone can create God. Anybody can create God. You can go into a jungle, cut a tree, and shave, shave something like this. Or something seated with its, its legs, you know. Amen. With a big belly. It has eaten pumpkins. And it's sitting. That's my God. You can, that's the danger with God. Anyone can create him. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So people are busy creating ideas of who God is. But God has revealed himself in the scripture. So we need to understand him from his what? Revelation. Which has given us in the what? Scripture. He says this is who I am. When I need dry bones to come alive, I go look for a prophet. And I bring him in the valley of dry bones. And I tell him to prophesy. Are you hearing me? And then Isaiah says, I, I prophesy to you, dry bones, you shall live. The moment he spoke it, the Bible says, bones began to what? To move, to rattle, bone going to its fair bone. Are you hearing me? That's the power of causation. When you release a prophecy, you release the power of causation. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say yes. You make things happen. By the power of prophecy. It's a power of causation. 
it's not everything that needs intercession. It's not everything that needs prayer. Amen. As good as they are. God didn't tell Ezekiel in the valley of dry bones, son of man, can you pray to me? So, okay, God, I'm praying to you that these guys should live. No! says, prophesy. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? So, Ezekiel spoke to the dry bones. Bony to Pharaoh, bony. And then there were skeletons. Some of you would have run. Skeletons. Ezekiel says they were very men and they were very dry. So they are standing up. Like a horror movie or something. (laughs) And then God says, hey, listen, prophesy that the flesh should come on the bones. He prophesied. And then the flesh came on the bones. But they were dead. They had flesh, but dead. He says, prophesy to the wind. Says, wind, enter them. And when he prophesied, the wind came and what? Entered them. And they stood on their legs. And they were alive. A great army. (laughs) Senebam. Prophesy. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. There, there's no, oh, your name is John. Oh, your name is Mary. Oh, your name is this. Your name is that. No. It's all about changing the situation. Oh, yes. The power of what? Causation. The power of causation. Amen. So it's okay to know people's names. It's okay to know how many they are in their family. It's okay to know what happened, when, where, how. It's all, it's all good. But the power of concession is hidden in prophecy. Oh, yes. That's why people will tell you things. Oh no, a certain prophet prophesied to me this and this and this. But it has never come to pass. There's a certain dimension called the power of concession. Oh, yes. Someone said the power of concession. So Jacob caused the wealth of Laban to multiply. He was doing something. And the other man says, no, 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 no. I've learned by experience that God has blessed me because of you. Don't go, please. Do you want us to double your salary? Receive it in the name of Jesus. You are too slow. Tell us, tell us your bonus. What bonus do you want? Don't just leave our company. Because we know God has shifted us because you are here in our company. Are you hearing me? Receive it! Because we are a prophetic person, we are doing something in that office which begins to cause things to go up. No, sales to explode. Money to start coming in. Are you hearing me? are doing something. So let's look at our brother Jacob. What did he do? Let's go to verse number 28. What did he say? And he said, appoint me thy wages and I will give it. What did he say? Appoint me thy wages and I will give it. What did he say? Tell me what you want and I'll give it to you. 
So in other words, if your salary is stagnant, oh yes, the problem is not God. You are not doing something that you should be doing. Amen. Your boss must be begging you. Tell us how much do you want us to pay you? Oh yes, I receive. Someone said, that's my life. That's my life. <laughs> the boss is negotiating. Instead of you not writing a letter, asking them, please, can you increase my life? I've been working here for so long. I've never had any increment. The boss said, no, no, no. You tell us how much do you want us to pay? Oh, yes. Amen. I receive. Name it and we'll give it. I receive. Because of prophecy. Oh, yes. Someone said prophecy. Prophecy. Because of what? Prophecy. Name it. So you can actually change your salary. Someone will receive that one. I don't know whether you're here. We are here, Papa. We are following. Are you following? Oh, yes. Are you sure? What's the date today? 18th of September. 18th of September. Oh, yes. So is the nine multiplied by what? Two. Two. Can I double someone's salary? Oh, yes. Amen. I receive. I'm talking about doubling. Oh, yes. I'm talking about what? Because the 18th or the, or the 9th is 9 multiplied by 2 to make the day. But we still have got another what? 9. So it's the 9 multiplied by 2 and then 9. Oh, yes. You know when you're prophetic? <laughs> <laughs> Let me double face someone's salary now. Oh, yes. If I be a prophet of God, oh, yes. I prophesy to your salary. Let it be doubled in the name of Jesus. I double your salary in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Receive it. You see? You see, today is the 18th of what? The 9th. You shall hear testimony. I'm saying you shall hear what? Testimony. Someone shall testify. That in the month of September, my salary was what? Doubled. Receive it in PNG. Someone say power. Power. Take your seats. Papa, I receive. 
Take your seats for a moment. Take your seats. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. And he said unto him, verse 29. What does he say? And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how the cattle was with me. For it was little which thou hast before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude. And the Lord hath blessed thee since my coming. And now when shall and now when shall I provide for mine own house also? Did you see that? When I came it was what? Little. But now it has increased. Oh, yeah. And to a multitude. So, there should be something that Jacob was doing. There should be something that he was doing. Which, which is a secret, I don't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing something deliberately. I don't know if you're hearing me. Oh, yes. Verse 31, let's continue reading. And he said, What shall I give thee? The boss is still negotiating. Oh, yes. Tell me, what shall I give you? Uh -huh. And what did Jacob say? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. If thou wilt do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep thy flock. Okay, let's, let's look at the deal. What was the deal? I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle, and all the brown cattle among the sheep, and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and of such shall be my hire. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come. Wait a minute. I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle, and all the brown cattle among the sheep, and the spotted, and the speckled among the goats, and of such, of such shall be my what? My hire. So in other words, any animal that has got several colors on, its, on it, I'll remove them. Yes. Okay? Once I've removed them, I'm going to give them to your children to take care of them. I'll only remain with the ones which are unspotted. Pure. Pure color. They're the ones I'll be feeding. But if any of the babies that will be born from a white goat, a white female, and a white male goat. If that goat is not white, it will be mine. Yes, amen. So the odds, <laughs> oh, yes, the odds that he's putting himself into are very difficult. So he says, if a black cow is meeting a black, no, a female black cow, they will produce a yellow one. The yellow one will be mine. I don't really understand what he's saying. And, and Laban was fooled to think, ah, now I've cornered him. I told you that when God wants to do something in your life, he doesn't need to begin with something. 
He doesn't. He does not need to begin with anything. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. All he needs is people who are ready to receive. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. All he needs is what? People who are prophetic mafias. I don't know if they're hearing me. He does not need to begin with something. So Jacob brings himself to square zero. Me, I've got pigeons at my house. Yeah, I've got pigeons. I keep pigeons in, at my house. <laughs> there are only three colors. There's white. There's a brown. And a mixture of the two. That's it. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yes. There's what? White. Brown and the what? Now, what Jacob is saying is take a male white pigeon, take a, a female white pigeon, the two, they produce a black pigeon. Hmm. That's something else. <laughs> are you hearing me? And, and Leco, uh, you know, Lebanon. He agreed. Because he thought, ah, this guy has cornered himself. He's going to work for free for me. Let's see what happened. We're on verse number what now? 33. 33. One, two, three, go. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come, when it shall come for my hire before thy face. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the sheep that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to thy word. Mm -hmm. And he removed that day the he goats that were ring straked and spotted, and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted, and every one that had some white in it, and all the brown among the sheep. And gave them into the hand of his sons. And he set three days journey betwixt himself and Jacob. And Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flocks. And Jacob took him rods of green poplar. And of the hazel and chestnut tree. And filled white stakes in them. And made the white appear which was in the rods. So the stage has been set. Amen. The stage has been set. All cattle that were speckled, they had mixture of colors that have been taken away, given to his sons. And the sons have walked three days journey that there's no way a he goat can run from there to fertilize yes, <laughs> a she goat from this group. It's totally separated. So he begins to do his prophetic gymnastics. Someone said prophetic gymnastics. gymnastics. What did he do? So the Bible says, and Jacob took him roads of green poplar and of the hazel and chest, chestnut tree and peeled white streaks in them 
and made the white appear, which was in the roads. You know, and I know most of you grew up in the city, you don't even know a tree, you don't even know what. Oh, you know, it's a Christmas tree, a plastic one from Kemat. <laughs> but us who are born in the jungle, you know, you go to the jungle, you cut a tree. Okay? On the outside, it may be green. But the moment you remove the bark, you find that the actual, the strong part of that tree is white. Are you hearing me? So Jacob did that, went, picked up all these trees, the, the, the green, green poplar, the hazel, and the chestnut trees. And he peeled white streaks in them. Are you hearing me? And he made the white what? Appear, which was in the rods. So he removed the green, you know, made, made rings. So that, uh, I'm trying to find a cloth that I can, let me see if anyone, anyone is prophetic enough today. Who is wearing? No, not that one. That's one color. I want someone with the checkers. Anyone wearing checkers? Now, probably the closest is the, the this. Huh? No, this one. This one. Yeah, come here. Stripes. The socks. Yes, you are right. So if you look at this, um, what do you call it? Blouse? Is it a blouse? Or, or it's a shirt? What is it? <laughs> it's a blouse. If you look at this top, it has got black and white. So let's say the whole thing starts with the black. And then you put in what? White. And then you end up with what? Black and white, black, white. That's a pattern. So Jacob took a tree that was one color and then made these stripes so that its appearance was now whatever white, green, white, green, white, green, or yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. Are you hearing me? Or whatever color it was. The one was, the inside was white. The outside was according to the color of the bark. Because some trees are green on the outside. Some trees look brown. Some trees look blackish. Some trees look gray. So it was white, gray, white, gray, white, gray. The way it's patterned here. Thank you so much. I think we understand what I'm talking about. Aha. Uh -huh. So, Jacob did that. These are trees that God created. And you, you just pass by them. You have got no idea that there's prophecy hidden in that tree. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you found a prophet cutting a tree doing that, you say, this one is a witch. It's in your Bible. He went, cut trees, and made those stripes in the tree. Let's see what he did. What did he do? Verse number 38. And he set the rods which he had pilled before the flocks in the gutters in the watering troughs. When the flocks came to drink, 
that they should conceive when they came to drink. So here are drinking troughs. Are you hearing me? He takes the sticks that he had made the strip the the uh-huh, the strips into the water. So when the animals come to drink, they are looking through the water, trees which have got stripes on them. This is prophetic gymnastics. Someone said prophetic gymnastics. Are you hearing me? Why was he doing that? Because it is the time when the animals come to drink that they are also mating. So they should be drinking water which has got sticks in them which have got stripes. So they should also be mating among the trees which have got what? Stripes. Guess what? All the babies that were being born. You are not hearing me. Verse number 39. What does it say? And brought forth cattle, rings, straked, speckled, and spotted. Someone said, That's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. Say, That's my Jesus. That's my Jesus. He took bread and he broke it and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. <laughs> yeah, you're not hearing me. He took bread. It's in your Bible. He took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is what? Broken for you. And then you are there, ah, no, these prophets, ah, no. Oh, these prophets. Ha! 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 Jesus took bread. It was bread, B-R-E-A-D, in capital letters. Bread. He broke it with his hands, not in the spirit. And he spoke with his holy mouth. This is my body. No, it's a bread. Jesus says, no, this is my body. Broken for you. So you can prophesy for your health. You can take bread in your house. You can break bread in your house. And say, this is the body of Jesus being broken for me. I receive my health. Shout, yeah! Ah! Say, neighbor, prophesy. Prophesy. Ah! Now it's time for communion. Hallelujah, hallelujah, communion. Let's eat. What are you doing? What are you doing? What? Are, it's a prophecy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone said it's a prophecy. It's a prophecy. Ah, no, 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 no. This is just a resemblance. Where in the Bible does it say it's a resemblance? Where? Which, which version? On the Bible that, that says this is a resemblance. Yeah, None. Jesus himself said this is my body. What was he holding in his hand? Bread. He broke it. And he said, this is my body. Not a resemblance of. No. He says, this is my body. So when Jacob was doing all those things to the trees, he was saying, these are the babies that will be born. These are the babies that will be born. They will be, they will be you know, speckled. They will, be, they will have rings in them. These are the babies that will be born. So he puts them there. The animals come, they met among those trees, drink water which is, which is infected by the prophetic, you know. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> Say never. Prophesy. Ah! Are you hearing me? And then all the animals, they went to Bezek. Nine produced its original color. All of them produced according to the trees. So it goes, one level is done. Let's go deeper. <laughs> Are you hearing me? He says what? Let's go deeper. Look at this. Verse number 39. And the flocks conceived before the rods. And he brought forth cattle, ring straight, speckled, and spotted. Ah! Verse number 40. What did he do? lambs and set the faces of the flocks toward the ring straight and all the brown in the flock of Laban and he put his own flocks by themselves and put them not unto Laban's cattle. Okay, so he begins to take his wages according to the agreement. Amen. Begins to take his wages. He made it himself. The power of causation oh, yes. Amen. by the prophetic. He caused the animals to bring a desired result. God says, there's none like me. I am the Lord. I declare the end from the beginning, saying my counsel shall stand. Are you hearing me? And whatever I have purposed, I will do it. Are you hearing me? So in other words, when God is doing things, he's very prophetic. Mm. Someone say, hmm. Let's look at this. Verse number 41. And it came to pass, whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive, that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters, that they might conceive among the rods. Now, this is now level number two. We've dealt with level number one. We've changed the reproductive system of the animals. We've changed the DNA of the animals. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> color, color, color is in your DNA. Am I right? <laughs> color is controlled by your genes. It's in your DNA. Are you hearing me? It's not on the skin here. No, it's inside your what? DNA in your genes right inside. Someone is doing things outside. <laughs> Affecting the genome of the animals and changing it. Someone say power of prophecy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. What do you think? That's crazy. Doing things, water, drinking water. So when I say take your take your bottle of water, like yeah, this prophet just says take water, take water. I know what I'm doing. Trust me. Just just have a little bit of faith. Just trust me a little bit. I might know something that you don't know. <laughs> hey! hey! 
my God. My God. So he goes to level number two. He says, no, 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 no. It's not good enough to have the animals. I want to have the strong ones. So what am I going to do? says, look at the scripture. What does it say? When the big ones, the healthy ones, the ones with muscles. Uh-huh. Let's go to 41. Let's see what happened. Uh-huh. One, two, three, go. And it came to pass, whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive, that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters, that they might conceive among the rods. Uh-huh. 42. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feebler were Laban's and the stronger's Jacob. Oh, yes, I receive. A twist of events. A twist of events. He says, no, this boss has been evil. Let me prophetically manhandle him. Prophetic mafia. (laughs) Are you hearing me? Don't do it at home. Don't do it in your boss's office. You go in the office, when he's not there, take the chair, put it upside down. And say the owner of this chair, from this day forward, is upside down. They will see on CCTV, don't try it. (laughs) They will fire you before you see the fulfillment of your prophecy. (laughs) Do it at home, in your house. You're not hearing me. Do it at home in your what? Yeah, get a chair like his. I said, the man who sits in this chair in that office, you are giving me a headache. I put you upside down today. In the name of Jesus. Hey! And then the boss will come to the office and I'm having my headache. I'm having my headache. It feels like my legs are in the air. My head is down. What's going on, doctor? The doctor is like, um, let's do blood tests. <laughs> no, sir. There's no bl- Do spiritual test. Send the, send the boss to a spiritual laboratory. Where the prophet will say, no, 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 no. In the realm of the spirit. I'm seeing you upside down. You're like, what? Ah, I'm not upside down. He said, no, 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 no. Relax. Relax. In the spirit, I'm seeing you upside down. (laughs) Let me pray for you. Bang! You are healed. What? No. What the prophet said is the truth. Someone put you upside down. There are some people, their destinies are locked with a lock. Are you hearing me? They are locked with a what? A lock. And the person did this. They said, no, this person is giving me trouble. Today I lock their destiny. So they, they buy a physical lock. Lock it. And they take the key. Are you hearing me? They take the physical they take the physical lock, go to Bondi Beach, and they throw it in the Bondi Beach. And they catch a flight to Perth. And they throw the keys in Perth. And he said, This destiny shall only be unlocked the day they lock and the keys find each other. 
But remember, the lock was thrown in Bondi Beach. The keys in Perth. So you pray. You see, prayer is not greater than prophecy. not even hearing me. Prayer is not more powerful than prophecy. You can pray all you want. It will take a prophet to unlock that destiny. I don't know if they're hearing me. So people say, witchcraft, witchcraft are negative prophets. And they use prophetic principles. Except only you. He's one who don't use prophetic principles. Yes, the, witch, the wizards and the witches, they know. They will take a photo, put it in a bottle and close. Huh? Amen. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. They will take your photo, put it in a bottle, close, and dig into the soil and put it there and bury it. They are done with your family. Yes, generation after generation. Generation after generation, nobody breaking through Amen. until the day that the bottle comes out of the ground and is broken. Oh, yes. The prophetic is dangerous. Amen. It was able to penetrate the DNA of animals and change it. And then he says, okay, we are done with level. Level two, let's go for the big ones. Only when the big ones are mating, he did, he did that. When the few ones are mating, he didn't do it. So all feeble animals were bringing the colors that Laban wanted. But all the big ones, the ones that Jacob wanted. Let's look at verse number three. What is the conclusion of the matter? You are really feeling sorry for Laban at this stage. I can see it. He's amen. a victim of prophecy. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> hey! Say never. Never. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's look at the end result. One, two, three, go. And the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and made servants and men servants and camels and asses. Can I read it for you? Okay, read it one more time. Let me see if you can see. Read one more time. And the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and made servants and men servants and camels and asses. Okay, let me read it for you. Amen. And the employee increased exceedingly and he had his own employees and his own assets. Receive it! <laughs> so that's my, story. that's my story. It's the employee. He became an employer, employing his own employees. Whereas he's still employed by the other boss. All the wealth that belonged to the boss has been prophetically transferred to the employee. You work so hard in that company and they give you a, sal a, a salary to keep your mouth shut. Amen, amen. 
It's time you began doing your own things now. It's time for wealthy transfer. I know you, you can't see wealthy transfer, but there's wealthy transfer taking place there. Say, I receive it. Some of you, you make millions for your bosses every year. Amen. I'm talking about millions with an, a capital M. Not the millions of Malawi kwacha, but millions of Australian dollars. Amen. Millions of kina for your bosses. And they give you peanuts. Peanuts. It's time for wealth to transfer. I don't know where you're hearing me. Are you hearing me? You can struggle your whole life. That guy would have struggled his whole life in poverty. And yet, and yet the mechanism to become rich is right there in his hand. Amen. The prophetic. The Bible does not say God came began to take animals from Laban and gave them to Jacob. Hallelujah. Hey. No. He caused it by the power of prophecy. I don't know what you are thinking about right now. There are some things you might cause them today to begin to happen in your life. By the power of prophecy. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. <laughs> Say neighbor. Neighbor. Did you understand the message? Did you understand the message? Say neighbor. Neighbor. Did you understand Did the you message? Did you understand the message? Say neighbor. Neighbor. That's not a sermon. That's not a sermon. It's a prophecy. It's a prophecy. I receive. <laughs> Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Whatsoever was not moving. Whatsoever was not moving. In my life. In my life. I decree and I declare. I decree and I declare. I prophesy. I prophesy. Begin to move. Begin to move. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You're going to move around and prophesy. Move around and begin to prophesy. Move around and begin to prophesy. Move around, begin to prophesy. Move around, begin to prophesy. Move around, begin to prophesy. As you are moving, as you are moving, you are prophesying. That moving around is a prophecy. Come and prophesy. As I move around, everything to do with me begin to move. As I move, everything to do with me begin to move. Come and prophesy. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.